Some time ago, I was talking with a colleague of mine who had several times gone to Haiti on trips with church members. We talked a little bit about what they did on those trips and what Haiti is like, and she said that these trips were usually the first time that Americans, the Americans that she took, had encountered the poverty of the developing world. And she said, usually it shocks them. And they would often say things to my friend like, I don't understand how these people can be so happy. How can they laugh and smile so much and have so much joy? They have nothing. They have a fraction of the stuff we have at home, and yet, and yet they have joy. As she was sharing this, my friend smiled and said, I always tell them, perhaps this is your invitation to see that it isn't our stuff that brings us joy. I feel like it's an important part of my job to say out loud at Christmas time that while gifts are so fun and they can bring huge smiles, joy ultimately does not come from our stuff. You know this. I know this. You know people who are very rich and very miserable. And you have had times in your own life when you have had little maybe when you were in school or maybe just starting out as an adult in your first full-time job and you had an apartment full of hand-me-down furniture and you ate a lot of ramen noodles or macaroni and cheese and you had a great time. You hung out with your friends and you explored the world and life was good despite having a lot less in your bank account. We know that our stuff is not what brings us joy, but the way we do Christmas in America can make it just a little confusing. We do so much shopping and so much gift giving, and we spend so much time and energy and worry on figuring that out each and every year. There is a danger, there is a danger of us slipping into thinking that the gifts are what make the holiday special. There is a possibility every year for us to overfocus on the stuff and decide that that's what makes Christmas full of joy. Now, understand, I say this as someone that has a ton of gifts for my family and friends laid out on my guest room bed. I have to do a bunch of wrapping. If anyone loves to wrap presents, come over to my house and help. I am not suggesting that we stop giving gifts. What I am suggesting is that we take a moment now and again next week And again on Christmas morning, we take a moment to remind ourselves that if all the gifts underneath the tree went away, we would still have a Christmas celebration full of joy. The truth of this, that the Christmas joy we have is not dependent on our wealth, uh, it's, it's baked right into the story that we get from the Gospel of Luke. Did you know that this confusion over what brings joy, it's not new to 21st century America. People for a long time have confused wealth or money with happiness. And so God chose, God chose to announce this amazing good news of the incarnation. God chose to come in the flesh and to announce that news, first of all, to people who were poor and who were hanging out on the edges of acceptable society. I'm talking about those shepherds. Shepherds. We tend to like the shepherds. We're going to have some extra cute shepherds here in the children's program in just a little bit. But in their day, shepherds would not have been the kind of people that brought warm and fuzzy feelings. Did you notice in the scripture story that it says they were living in the fields? 
these guys were not returning home to shower and sleep in their bed at night. Do you know how you smell after you've lived outside for a while? Anybody ever been on a multi-day camping trip? <laughs> it doesn't matter how nice a person you are, after three days you're going to be dirty and you're going to smell. Now, on top of that, shepherds, they had a reputation sometimes of being a little shifty, of not being the most trustworthy. These guys did not make a ton of money. They were probably guarding somebody else's sheep. Just If you threw a big party, there was no way a shepherd was going to be your honored guest. And it's to these guys, these smelly, dirty, tired, poorly respected shepherds, it's to them that the angel comes and says, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. What a message. The Messiah, the one everyone has been waiting for, the one who's going to save us, is here. It's amazing news. It's news of deep, deep joy for all people, the angel says. For all, all people. And it was given first, this gift of good news, it was given first as a gift to the scraggly ones, to the looked down on ones, to the stinky ones. God did that to remind us that we don't have to be anything special to receive God's kind of joy. All we have to do is have a heart open to love. We don't have, a, have to have a certain kind of dinner planned or a beautiful Christmas tree. We don't have to have the perfect gift wrapped up for everyone. We don't have to spend any money at all, actually. Christmas is a season of joy because of what God has done, not because of what we do. So joy comes as this gift, God's gift to the world. Joy is God's desire for us. Joy is God's desire for us. So friends, remember today, you are special enough. You are special enough right now, right now without doing anything at all, just for being you. You are special enough to receive this gift of God's deep and abiding joy. All we have to do is have our hearts open to the gift that God brings. So, I want to encourage you, I think we have 12 days left, 13 days left until Christmas. Is that right, 13? Okay. I have to wrap those gifts, <laughs> counting, okay. I want to encourage you in the next two weeks to do something to celebrate the joy of Christmas that has nothing to do with stuff. Take a moment. Take a moment to, to do something fun and free with your family. Maybe reach out to an old friend or make it your mission to offer words of kindness to every cashier and store employee that you meet in the next two weeks. Or you could visit someone that you suspect might be lonely. Or you could hang out with a four-year-old for the afternoon. They will bring you joy, I promise. You could write a prayer of thanksgiving for the gift of Christmas that doesn't cost a thing. You could take a long walk in the woods. Find one intentional way this season to embrace joy that goes deeper than our stuff and give thanks to God, God who has given us the most perfect of all gifts, this eternal gift of God's love. Thanks be to God. Amen.